Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Not Your Mama's News, brought to you by the Union of the Unknowns. I'm your host tonight, Keel Thor. With me are a couple of fellas you might be familiar with. He's still resting from his battle with the live volcano, Terry Canary. And he's America's sweetheart, just in the ism cant. Howdy, folks. I'm sure all of you listening to this are well aware of how Not Your Mama's News works. We bring you high-quality, top-tier news and information from around the world that uh, exemplifies the clown world in which we live. So tonight, I'm going to pass it off to Terry to start us off. Terry, you got a story for us? I do indeed, Kiel, and thank you very much for that wonderful introduction. Um, So we've got a bit of uh, COVID masking shenanigans that have uh, come back to us on the Canary Islands. So it's been a complicated situation. They actually officially stopped measuring COVID cases towards the end of last year. I can't remember the exact date. So they haven't really got any justification for bringing back these crazy regulations. But nevertheless, the government had a meeting about it. And um, the way uh, Spain works is they have all these autonomous communities and some are more autonomous than others. And the Canary Islands are fairly autonomous. So they, for example, they have their own tax laws and they're a bit of a kind of tax-free place uh, in many ways. not tax-free, but the, le- the level of taxes is a lot lower. It's kind of encouraged certain industries to come here. So they have a lot of uh, freedom to impose their own things. So the Spanish government, having had a, a court case go against them during the worst of COVID times, uh, ta- uh, which was brought by the mayor of Madrid, uh, and then the the, they have a sort of very high level court called Constitutional Court in Spain. And that said that all the old COVID restrictions are illegal and they go against the Constitution, which they clearly do, because the Constitution has things like the right to practice sport and the right to freely assemble and the right to speak, all of which were being restricted by their horrible lockdowns. So uh, this time around, they thought. They obviously thought, well, we want to do this again because it was great for us because we could tell people what to do. And there's nothing politicians like better than that, as we know. But they thought, they obviously thought, well, we can't do it from the top this time because that was deemed illegal. So we're going to pass the um, decision down to the autonomous communities, most of which said, no, we're not doing that. Thank you very much. But some of which, uh, including the Canary Islands, said, that we are going to do it. So the Canary Islands tried to impose a mask mandate on medical facilities. And that did affect us because one of Fiona's uh, several (laughs) medical conditions, my wife Fiona, is she has to go, uh, she has a genetic disposition to high iron in her blood and she has to go and get blood extracted 
at the uh, at hospital every few months. And then she has to have some tests done to make sure that her iron markers are good. So uh, recently, uh, during this reimposition of the mask mandate, we had to go to the local medical center where um, we weren't going to wear masks. And we had a, an argument with a, a kind of mask Nazi member of the public outside about how this was all illegal. Uh, because what the Canary Islands government uh, did is that they, uh, they actually said, we recommend uh, having masks. And then they tried to make out that that recommendation was obligatory, which it wasn't. So, uh, so it was all of it. It was a very sort of legalistic gray area. Uh, and then they they, they passed um, something that was called a BOC, which is a, like a sort of Canary Islands level law, which just recommended the use of masks, but didn't say they were obligatory. So, um, the the kind of health guru for the Canary Islands said that they were obligatory, but actually in the law, there was just a recommendation. So this went on for a few days. And then uh, yesterday, they announced that from today, they, they weren't going to be obligatory and they're going to be just uh, a recommendation. So they've had to sort of backtrack. So it's kind of good news in the end, really, because I think they thought we're going to, there's, there's been a bit of trouble in Tenerife because they've had some people turning up at the hospital saying, I'm not wearing a mask. What you're trying to do is illegal. And if you try and impose a mask on me, I'm going to take you to court and hold you personally responsible. And I think that's caused a bit of a stir. So I think they've had to back down, basically. So in the end, it's a good news story. So we're back to more or less the situation we had before, where they recommend the use of masks, but they're not just saying it's not obligatory. Well, that sounds like so, yeah, lots pretty good news, I guess. <laughs> I'm glad they're yeah, not. Yeah, it, it was. It was kind of stupid. They were trying to do it in the first place because legalistically they didn't have a leg to stand on. There was a, a sort of national level law that was passed towards the end of uh, last year, was it? Or sometime in last year saying COVID is over. We're not going to measure COVID cases anymore, and all the, the restrictions are now lifted. And and what has happened subsequently with this latest thing has not uh, replaced any of that. So that that's all still in place, and that's the the kind of highest level decision you can have in Spain. So nothing replaced that national law, and the government were just trying to hand it off to the to the local authorities because they didn't want to. Uh, impose another law that went against that because the constitutional court told them it was illegal so they they just thought oh we'll hand it off to the, the local autonomous communities and let them deal with it yeah but that seems to have all backfired as well and i, I don't think there's any community now that's that's saying that masks are obligatory so it's a it's a good victory <clears throat> yeah well they're doing it right i mean from a politically philosophical perspective you want to have you know the the smallest regional space can you know make those kinds of individual type laws because you know if, if a community is primarily full of idiot leftists who want to force everybody to do all this stuff you know sure let them decide make it a law you got to walk around with the diaper on your face you know 
but the next community over maybe he's not like that of course and so yeah I think, all right i think the only solution yeah. here is we have to make tar and feathering great again that would be that'd be pretty cool <laughs> uh i mean the, here's the thing is that the pol politicians don't face any repercussions so what are they going to get voted out in a couple of years? Well, yeah. And then go work for fucking private corporation, get paid three times as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good the, work. The, if the, you can the crazy get thing about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. The, but the crazy thing about this latest thing is that they're not even measuring COVID cases in Spain anymore. They stopped doing that. So it was based on, you know, the sort of broad category of flu and respiratory diseases. And there was nothing unusual about that compared to most other years. So it looked like they were trying to sort of trying to bring in by the back door. We're going to just mask everyone every year. And, you know, you've got to lump it. But it looks like that their evil plan hasn't worked on this occasion. So it's good. Well, good. Good then. That's good to hear. And say from down here in the great state of yeah. Georgia, it's it's wild seeing shit like that happening. Yeah, and and I don't know if you've yeah. been seeing it, Justin, but I've seen. I don't know if I'd say more masks, but I've been hearing about masking coming back for about a, a month and a half or so. Just kind of like seeing headlines here and there locally, and people talking about, oh, it's you know. It's going around again. The old, I mean, okey dokes coming around. I but, haven't been in the country the last few weeks, but uh, I don't. I mean, there's always been, you know, the handful of people that you laugh at because they're walking mm -hmm. around uh, with no one around <laughs> in fresh air or driving their car. Uh, yeah. So you just point and laugh. Yeah. Because I mean, I you don't want to. My first. Uh, you don't want to breathe uh, sorry, in. I was going to say, I saw my first. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go, sorry, go ahead, Barry. <laughs> you go you ahead. saw your <laughs> first. Yeah, first guy uh, on his own in a car driving around with a mask on for a long time. The first one I've seen for a long time. And we have seen a few more masks. But really, it's still very rare here. People didn't really go for it that much. Uh, mm. And you saw it mostly in supermarkets, even in supermarkets now. Very, you know, you see the odd one or two, not many at all. Well, yeah. and even just uh, <clears throat> what I was at the uh, office today where I work, and uh, one of the guys uh, just came back today. He was out with COVID. And all the office staff was, you know, I mean, they were kind of joking, like, ah, stay away, stay away. I was like, come here, I'll give you a fucking hug. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him that well, so I didn't give him a hug, but oh. uh, I would have. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You're a generous guy. You give away hugs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I it always makes me remember. Nope. No mouth when, hugs, just arm hugs. Yeah, no tongue hugs. <laughs> well, <laughs> never say never. <laughs> Um, no, it always, whenever we talk about this topic, it always reminds me of that first, those first few weeks. I remember it, it hadn't spread around 
people weren't infected with it yet, but there was talk about it overseas and people were starting to wear, you know, Oh, we got to, we got to uh, load up on toilet paper and stuff. And I remember walking through Costco and just, I, it was, you could cut it with a knife, the tension in the air. I mean, it was, there was a lot of people there, but everybody was on edge, just like looking over each other's shoulders and, and like, just, you could sense the fear. And I remember just strutting through like, ha, I'm not afraid of this thing. And you guys are, you guys are wacko. And, you know, it was just, it was just such a, such a strange time. But anyway. We don't need to time. reminisce yeah, on the crazy time. on the dark times. I mean, I had a pretty good time. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no traffic on the road, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> here's the like, not leaving my house is like, yes, please. I hate fucking going out. That's my dream life. But. The second someone tells me I have to, like, fuck you, I got to go sub my asshole. That's exactly right, yeah. I don't mind. I stay in the house a lot of the time, but if someone tells me I can't go out, then then I want to go out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. like, like, I wasn't going to, but now I am. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy. All right, so, uh, Justin, what stories have you got? To bring to us from the the wilderness, so I got um, a couple different things, uh, all loosely related to a certain country. Uh, so I just saw this one that just really blew my mind. Uh, it's a tweet from Governor Kathy Hochul from New York, and uh, New York has secured over one hundred and eighty-three million dollars in compensation for Holocaust victims and their heirs. Hate has no home oh, in New York, man. and my administration is committed to uplifting survivors and their families while honoring the memory of the six million lives taken far too soon. And she used the wrong two there. <laughs> nice. Just for the record. Um, right. And so um, what? how would you guys define compensation? We're talking because about a sort of reparations uh, here, right? That's what it that's how I'm reading yeah. it. I I think reparations could arguably be appropriate if at least the the people that were directly hurt by it are still alive or the people their immediate descendants that were alive when that person was alive. That's kind of how I think about it in my head. So when you're talking about, um, I don't, I don't know why the state of New New York is shelling out money for this. But, don't you though? Well, <laughs> I mean, I can imagine, <laughs> but still, it should be you know like hey, the, the German government. Shouldn't that how be the people pay for German money? How are they going to pay thing? for building all those tunnels if they haven't got, got all that money? Oh, yeah. That's Thank funny. you. Kind of cheap. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> That's it's so, yeah, I, I just thought that was real interesting. 
Um, at the same time, um, the city is getting overran with immigrants and, uh, the mayor, he's sitting there, oh, the we've already lost a quarter of our budget and yada, yada, yada. So they can't pay for their own shit. Now they're coming up with another $180 million for some shit that never happened. But I digress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, on the similar topic, um you we have um GOP lawmaker uh Brian Mast, a Republican from Florida, showing up at Capitol Hill wearing his military uniform from his service and the IDF. So I have a question is why oh, man. why do we have federal government politicians? Um, in military uniforms of foreign countries, because I don't know, because they're fancier, like they're more fashionable. Yeah. Maybe imagine if if uh, <laughs> they bitches. Mitch McConnell showed up in a fucking Russian uniform. They yeah. look pretty nice. <clears throat> I don't know. I, but uh, you mean Trump. Trump will surely show up in a, in a Russian uniform, wouldn't he? Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, I don't think he'd look good in it, though. <laughs> well, if he could find one that fit him. Yeah, you have to get the tailors out. But that yeah. was just a quick uh, abreast of yeah. uh, things happening in the world that kind of tell you who's running things. Mm. Uh, so I think I did and, a story uh, before. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Terry. Sorry, I was going to make a serious point that um, you do have a history of a lot of politicians in the US having dual citizenship, US and Israeli. And that was particularly an issue during the period of 9-11, which you know, some people might find quite suspicious. Uh, so I personally, I think if you're, you know, if you're serving a country's political elite, you shouldn't be a citizen of another country, which is potentially an enemy state. Let's face it. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely a conflict of interest in that type of situation. But there's also, there's rules. I don't think you can be elected president. You won't qualify for president unless you, like if you have citizenship in another country. I think that's one of the qualifications that they've well worked out over the years. Obama. <laughs> easy rule to get around you just pay off the guy anyways yeah um but there's definitely rules about that are broken all the time but the rules about uh our political like our duly elected leaders being a part of various non-governmental organizations that they clearly participate in various, you know, economic forums and groups, you know, that sort of thing that happened from time to time. And they're not supposed to do that, especially the president is not supposed to go and meet with these, yeah. with other, other interested parties to develop policy here domestically. That's not how it's supposed to work, <clears throat> but you know, we all, we all know you can see it. It doesn't, it's just, that's ignored completely. Almost feels like um, 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. They come, they go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go back uh, to the, uh, I was gonna the reparation. Reparations sorry. thing. Yeah, um, yeah, but sorry. I... I I don't I don't I think reparations are kind of wishy-washy in general but I like I said before I, I think they are valid arguments if you are the person who was uh hurt in the in the the process like the the example I always bring up is uh Japanese Americans that were held in internment camps during World War II they're still alive yeah, yeah. and they should, and, and I think yeah. there has been a reparation program for them, but I think they have a valid argument. You know, they had their freedoms just taken away for just because they, they happen to be of Japanese descent. It's that's that's a good example. The slavery thing, I don't think yeah. quite qualifies because it was too far back. I mean, you don't, nobody was alive that was a slave, and none of their direct descendants, like that, were alive when they were alive are alive, you know? So I don't, I, I think they have a, a harder time justifying it, but, uh, but I do think it's a, it's not a completely ridiculous concept. You just, you have to be able to claim it at the right time or the right people, you know? You have to have an actual claim. Yeah. The, the question is always how far back do you go though, doesn't it? Isn't it? Because, you know, right. Well, that's, yeah, I, I could, think that's I not could try and get some money. I could try and get some money from you, Keel, because no doubt your ancestors were raping and pillaging my ancestors. So, okay. <laughs> quite but, possible, you know, I think hold you on, Terry. Money, Let me basically. What, what were your ancestors wearing? Because they were probably <laughs> asking for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll have to tease that out in court. <laughs> I got your back, Gil. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you can make a direct claim of damages in court, yeah. then yeah, go for it, especially against the government. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, if anything, they should. I don't think there'd be any damages, but the states the I mean, if we're going to believe that six million is a real number, um, we also have to keep in mind that Hitler tried getting rid of like he was trying to just deport them. But no one, including the United States, was willing to take them in. So that that would be the only damages I could see our government paying. He wanted, to, he wanted to send them as Zanzibar. So he was he was kind of a Zionist, Hitler, really. Because he wanted to just, a state. They, there's them. plenty of open ground in the Middle East. They could have just plopped them right in the middle of there. Just an idea. Yeah, no, I mean, what could That's go wrong? Idea. What could, what could go possibly go wrong? <laughs> and then maybe mm. send them hundreds of billions of dollars worth of uh, military uh, hardware? Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Fantastic. Perfect, perfect plan. Mm. <laughs> well, anyways, that That's was kind of just an appetizer. Yeah. Um, so I think I brought the story a little uh, on another uh, Not Your Mama's News about the uh, Jewish, uh, the anti-Semitic conspiracy that Jews uh, run the porn industry, uh, mm -hmm. which is true. 
but now it just came out that the OnlyFans owner pledged $11 million to the Israel lobby. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, uh, this place called The Lever, APAC reported a massive $90 million fundraising haul in the month following Hamas. Hamas's October 7 attack, and one contribution stood out, an $11 million pledge uh, that was in his name. Uh, is able to the lever was able to confirm the information, yada yada yada. Uh, and he's very firm that to say, quote, I did not donate or pledge 11 million dollars. Uh, but I don't know, 10.9 million. Weren't didn't they the they uh produce the documents and he stopped responding or something like that? Wasn't that the tweet? That was a tweet I saw. Um, oh, I pulled up a story from the Rolling Stone, okay, uh, okay. which is why I was reading this. And it uh, says uh, that Radvinsky did not immediately respond to additional requests from Rolling Stone. What, so was it in his name or like his organization? Like it was in OnlyFans name? Uh, but uh, yeah, so. I didn't donate or pledge $11 million, Levinsky told the lever, adding that the statement applies to me slash my foundation slash my family. The only fans owner declined to provide an explanation as to why he and his wife appeared to be donors or address documentation showing a wire transfer from should not Jew guy to the organization. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... <laughs> The real thing there is, why would you deny making a donation to IPAC? I don't know. I mean, you're you're playing devil's advocate here. Maybe somebody put that donation in his name, and he just didn't know about it. And then when he when he told his accountants to start looking it up, they said, "Oh yeah, look, this is this was in your name." And then then he shut up about it because he's like, "I don't know what the hell's going on here." Uh, well, it could be that, uh, like I'm MSNBC sure. is going to come out and be like, uh, Alex Jones donated this money in his name so that he could lead an anti-Semitic conspiracy that the Jews controlled the porn to subvert, uh, American men into being gigantic pussies and watch the birth rates plummet and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, psyop and a psyop. Sounds plausible these days. I mean, best timeline ever. All right. <laughs> Comment, Terry. <laughs> well, uh, no, I do have a comment, actually. There's long been a story knocking around that, um, uh, what's, what was the old Hollywood code called about censorship that uh, Jewish lobbyists were behind getting that lifted uh, and the, the key, there was a key film that was about the Holocaust, which showed naked women going into the showers of some camp, you know, one of the camps. And that was because they thought that was important to show. That was uh, crucial in getting some of the censorship codes lifted for Hollywood. So, and since that time, there was more nudity and, and yeah. You know, hmm. sort of soft porn shown in Hollywood films. That wasn't Schindler's List, was it? Because that no, had a scene before like... that, back in the okay. 40s or 
back in the 40s or 50s, I think. And then can I ask you, um, is there a group of people that run Hollywood that are overrepresented in a race or religion by chance? So, so they say, yes. Yeah. 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 I like, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a big John Stewart fan or at least. You mean John post post, uh, yeah. Post, uh, George W years on the daily show. I was not a fan after that, but, um, he had a, he has Leave funny bits or he had funny bits back in the day. Now, one of them was, uh, back when the Spider-Man movies came out, the original ones with, uh, well, not original, but the two thousands. Yeah. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. He had this, he had this bit where he, uh, uh anyway, he was talking to a still of Spider-Man on the on the screen and he was like he said you know all right now listen to me hollywood is run by jews so when you get there it's not spider-man it's spider-man irving spider-man it was his uh, <laughs> his, uh advice that's pretty good <laughs> See, and he yeah. could make that joke because back then no one was noticing yeah yeah and you know now people are noticing a whole lot more i think so um but what's what's uh what's gonna come of that nothing well um hopefully eventually something uh i know we're gonna do a thing on uh a debate uh but like politics is worthless but once you get enough people upset um they might just flee for epstein's island instead of face the uh pitchforks and torches you know i'm not a, a, a proponent so. of armed revolution but if we could drum up pick pitchforks and and torches in front of uh you know capitol hill or something like that That'd be kind of neat to see. Well, mm. according to Joe Biden, you need F-15s and, you know, uh, you know weapons. So. If we had a bunch of protesters with pitchforks and, and torches and they rolled out some tanks to try to scare them off, that, you know, there's no there's no way to spin that to make it look good on, on the government side there. <laughs> they just Tiananmen Square that shit. Uh, it's a bad yeah, image, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. I remember I was shopping back. I remember when that happened. Jesus Christ, you old. <laughs> I mean, I was a kid, but and and maybe it was all staged, but I remember that being such an important thing on the news. And yeah, I remember it. And I remember seeing that, that student walking in front of that tank, you know, and I was like, wow, that's uh, that's really powerful stuff. I, I don't even remember. Nothing. Yeah, I don't remember what the outcome of that protest was. I don't. I don't. Did they get any more freedoms or anything out of that, or was it just a, a blip in the American yeah, I press? I mean, if they did, uh... I think we. Were... Oh, oh, sorry. I don't think we really know what happened. There were rumors that a lot of them got killed or put in prison. But, uh... 
Yeah. It was all but, it was a bit of a news clampdown, so we never really found out what, what happened. The Chinese government wouldn't do something like that. Are you kidding? They're the guys that were that tried harder than any other country to contain a supposed wild virus that was released by bats in caves near uh, pangolin. A pangolin. Was it pangolins? Well, yeah. Are you sure? Because I've heard <laughs> several stories. I mean, they they were probably all in the same stew, so they couldn't pangolin soup. There you yeah. go. So you probably couldn't differentiate. They're just like, oh, it came from the soup. Had... Yeah. yeah. That, it's like that uh, that mouse dish they have over there where they eat the live mice. But did so did I remember the memes from the Wuhan lab. Didn't they have like the same logo as the umbrella company from Resident Evil? Um, I think I remember hearing about that, but I don't, I can't recall what the, the labs. Oh, it's one of those things where, I mean, I didn't check to verify it, but if it's anywhere close to what the Resident Evil one looks like, that seems like it's just like setting us up. Like here's what's going to happen, setting the stage. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about uh, John Stewart kill. Yeah, he did, he did do a good thing fairly recently on the Bill Maher show that we were saying. You know, it's a great mystery where this coronavirus came from in Wuhan, and it appeared right next to the Wuhan Coronavirus Research yeah. Institute. So <laughs> that was quite funny. Well, you know, very. <laughs> Correlation, as you know, correlation is not causation. It's not the same thing. Very true. You got to remember that. It's the that's the motto of the modern skeptic. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, all right. Well, okay. And safe and effective. Effective, obviously, as well. Yeah. We should, and just, we should throw that in, shouldn't we, for our YouTube viewers? Yes. Everything the government says is safe and effective. As long as it comes from our leaders. Uh, so uh, just, yeah. just to finish up this quick uh, noticing uh, cornucopia. Earlier this month, a report from The Intercept found that APAC's political action committee donated $95,000 to uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson in November. And uh, that was right before they passed a $14 billion aid package to uh, Israel on the 3rd of November. Just funny. It's so coincidental that things like that happen to, to line up. But surely if, if, you know, they wouldn't be throwing it right in your face if it was anything nefarious. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, yeah, that, that's, that's all I had for the, uh, uh, my cornucopia. Uh, if you want to see uh, Brian Mast in his Israeli uniform, it'll be in the show notes. All right. Thank you, Justin. All hey, right. Uh, so I've got to. Before oh, we go move, no, hang yeah. on. Before we move on, I want to throw throw that you guys. Um, I don't know. You commented on this killed about the, the American troops killed in Jordan, apparently. And if, if you yes. look at the map, it's like 
like a hundred meters over the border from Syria and Iraq. So whether they were actually in Jordan or not is another matter. But I think you made a comment at the time as you know, why are our troops in Jordan? It's very yeah, good that's question. every time every time I see so and so killed in foreign countries, uh, why the fuck were they there to begin with? Yeah. I I just mm-hmm. it, it was saying in the article I read and posted, it said something to the effect of that that base right there where they were supposedly at when they were attacked by Syrian people or Syrian Italian or whatever, um, is, is a, the, the launching point for our troops into those countries right there historically. Like, and, and I, and that really, that really boggled my mind. Like, why do we have a launching point where we have troops stationed constantly right there why is that a thing mm-hmm. i mean i understand geopolitics yeah. and all that but i just i disagree with the whole concept we don't need to have we have troops in germany for fuck's sake i know we, we have you know you want to talk about you know having military resources overseas all the time it it really bugs the shit out of me mm-hmm. as i'm sure it does you and everybody yeah. else who thinks about this stuff but I mean, really, do we need, I mean, I'm even on the fence about having a, you know, a a consulate or, you know, in other countries, you know, why do we need this stuff? At least I'll tell you why day and age. I mean, we can pick up the phone and talk to our counterparts over there in the government in Germany and Syria and Ukraine and wherever the hell else. Do we need to have a. Uh, a base yes. with sh- Marines stationed all over the place? Do we need that over there? Yes, and I'll tell you why. How else is Raytheon supposed, the head of Raytheon supposed to feed their kids? Well, that is a fantastic question. Think about the children, dude. I, I'm <laughs> going to think about Raytheon's executive's <laughs> children when, when I'm talking you. about this from now on. Because he's just, man, he's just trying to give his kids some bread so that yeah. he, he doesn't starve. He can't. He can't have that yacht that he wanted for Christmas. Yeah. Just think of, think of the children, man. Right. It's just where the right. uh, it's where the spies operate from, isn't it? The embassies. That's that's really what they're there for. Aren't they? Aren't they? But, I mean, um, yeah. I was going to say, and, and and I'd be okay with that. You know, well, if that was all that it was there. But we have these huge bases and stuff. And if we're having, if we only need them, so mm-hmm. we have covert intelligence operations going on do we, do we need a big visible base there with troops that can get shot at i mean i don't want my my countrymen to get killed as 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 an excuse for some kind of trip it's, line um, so we can put pressure on these other countries yeah. and yeah, yeah. and possibly send troops in there and and all and military industrial complex gets billions of dollars and hey. and and then we have to listen to it in the news for the next three years and and on and on and on the politicians won't shut the fuck up about it and then we have yeah. to people are brainwashed yeah. and they have and they go out and they vote for this shit and yeah that's yeah do you stop remember when america think, uh committed a act of war on germany and blew up a pipeline i remember when russia did that oh shit <laughs> so long hey, ago my brain's those, getting boggled. no those are ukrainians and they ukrainians in a yacht Keep up. I, re- I remember when, um, when this, Biden said, uh, this, well, then, tell the uh, press, 
we're gonna we're gonna oh we're gonna shut it down one way or another and then two weeks later it gets blown yeah, up yeah. <laughs> hey the russians did that the russians did that <laughs> that wasn't us even though we said we we're gonna do it um i was gonna say this uh this situation even happened with the uk a couple of years ago we had some troops killed in somalia and uh it was my reaction was exactly like yours killed what the fuck are our troops doing in Somalia, for God's sake? I didn't even know we had troops there. You know, it's uh, it's really bad. I think isn't everyone it? has troops in Somalia, except for Somalia. Uh, isn't there a website? I swear, <laughs> yeah. Justin. It's a good training you, ground, isn't it? You mentioned it at one point. There's a website out there that will show you all the various military... Uh, wars that are going on at any given time like it's got a map or something i could never find it but i swear you mentioned something like that in existence i mean i'm sure i've posted like uh in meme format uh well i mean I, I, the statistic i've always heard casually is that there's something like 30 or 40 hot wars going on somewhere you know all over the globe at any at, all the time at any given time and uh, the mainstream media just loves loves a good war don't they so uh, we yeah, had a well, guy in the uk who used to get his little little plastic tanks out and show where the the, the tanks were going <laughs> particularly i remember in the iran iraq war he, he got very excited about that and sort of moving yeah. around them <laughs> oh man so, talk yeah, about Churchill like that you talk about the uh <laughs> well you're talking about iraq iran when uh when we invaded iraq back in which time well the the early aughts when that happened in the early aughts not desert storm that was that was in the 90s the operation freedom the operation iraqi freedom or whatever it was ridiculously called enduring freedom enduring during freedom i think it was yeah i remember uh being really excited about that because i don't know i just it wasn't it was like a it was kind of ironic but then kind of like woohoo we have really powerful military toys kind of uh sentiment and watching on cnn and and whatever was happened to be streaming or not streaming but you know on on cable tv at the time but i had a uh um i was getting into um what do you call it um well paintball at one point but it was uh uh airsoft guns back then so i had some i had a bunch of surplus army gear oh, and yeah. so i remember I'd get up in the morning and I was, it was just after I had graduated from college. So I wasn't really like regularly employed. I hadn't landed a, like an actual career job yet. So I'd, I'd get up in the morning and I'd flip on the TV and I'd put on this Kevlar helmet and go, woo, let's bomb some, some people. Woo. Like bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> it was just an exciting time to be, to be an American. Did you have a little sad on the saying you could shoot your airsoft gun gun at? No, 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 no. I didn't I didn't have that set up, but was that the uh Iraqi <laughs> war where Madeleine Albright went on TV and said that she believes that five hundred thousand dead Iraqi children is worth the price? Mm, was that that time? That's or was that one. uh okay. 
I think that was yeah. fun, yeah. How do you think, you think, I mean, luckily she was right, or else, you know, those children would have died for uh, horrible reasons. Yeah. Good thing they died for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. They probably just died. They probably just died of COVID again. So, you know, (laughs) we did them a favor, really. Yeah, because it's the most horrific disease ever encountered by mankind, as far as I can tell. Of course. Yeah. Fortunately, we. We have a safe and effective uh, vaccine against it. One hundred percent agreed. Vaccine against stupidity. Here's the thing: <laughs> think of the average person. Half the people in the world are dumber than that person. As dumb as that average person is. That's a good point. So we got to hedge our expectations. Yeah. So it's quite. Let's say there's about what, like 170 million dumber than average people in this country. Dumber than me. That says a lot. (laughs) I don't know. You're probably a little slightly above average, right? I mean, if we're talking drugs, I'm (laughs) up one percent. I think we all are. uh, a link, a probably, you know, if we're counting, oh, depending on what we're measuring, we're probably all a little bit. Oh, dick sizes, program. I'm winning that. All not, your mama's, <laughs> all not your mama's news, all not your mama's news participants, viewers and listeners, I think are way above average. Oh, absolutely. Our audience is top tier. So stick with us, everyone. Yes. Just speaking of our audience, listening. speaking of our audience, we've been getting some Thanks praise lately and uh yeah you know it's uh appreciate that appreciate people contacting us and giving us feedback and whatnots i really like that are you gonna share uh i don't think i'm gonna play the thing that that we were left we've got a phone number and you know we get voicemails from time to time but we got a really nice one from a from a fella and uh really appreciate that good old attaboy hey okay thanks thanks fella yeah thanks fella attaboy <laughs> i really like some hate mail though yes uh justin has been aching for hate mail since day one hate mail. and i just think just, it's he's not just... hated enough I, guess. I just think it is so funny when mm. someone takes that much effort to tell someone that they are furious about what you're doing with your own time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really that's really awesome because it's like I'm going to listen to your show, but I'm going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That thing you said about yes. the Jews, though. <laughs> All right, I've got a story. This is kind of interesting. Hooray. Shout out to Terry the Canary for passing this along to me. But there's a, a Georgia, here in this great state of Georgia, we have a state senator who got a tip off from a whistleblower about a uh, uh, immigrant situation at uh, our airport, Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport. So he headed down to the airport with a camera 
and he found a, a weird secret room filled with uh, undocumented persons or illegal immigrants, as it were. And uh, there, it was a room. It was guarded by a uniformed officer uh, whose branch uh, affiliation is undetermined, according to the article. Uh, but he sh- he shut down the the v- recording and told the guy to get it lost. And but it was a room filled with immigrants, and supposedly these immigrants were being uh, ferried through the airport into different uh, flights to get them where they need to go all around the country by a organization called Team Libertad, which. I misread to myself when I read it the first time. You could probably guess what my quick interpretation <laughs> of that word was. Liber, never, Libertad. Never occurred to me. That's good. Um, <laughs> but he, they were saying, "Well, these are people in need, and they get, need to get from place to place." But there were. It was really weird because they were all huddled inside the secret room that was guarded by a guard and. Nobody was claiming ownership of why they were there, except for that, you know, the statement left I'm by glad, the organization. I'm glad you didn't say ownership of the Mexicans. That would have been bad, well. I, I'm not. I'm not sure what their nationality was, Justin, but I'm sure we can assume, make some assumptions. <laughs> but uh, well, I, I, don't I know, actually just, think they're from all over the world these days. They just come. They just come three yeah. hours ago. They, they all pass all over, over the same border. But I'm told it's racist to just call them all Mexicans, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to stop doing it. Okay. I, you know, I happen well, to work with several, several folks of Hispanic, uh, or of Hispanic uh, heritage, and they are not all Mexicans. Well. But they most speak. of them are most of them are decent people. So I'm not. I'm not saying anything's wrong with you know being of Spanish heritage. Uh, it's just you know they all come through Mexico, so I'm calling them Mexicans. Mm-hmm. But so it wasn't a room that they like constructed to hide in. It was like an airport like office room. That they just crammed them all, like locked them all in. Okay. Now, are you asking me that? Or yeah, that was saying? a question. Oh, I I don't know. This article didn't give a lot of description of the the room itself. Does it mention if it was an armed guard? Uh, he. Well, you know, there's a video. Do you guys want to see? If we can watch the video. I mean, it's yeah. we're not getting very far. All right, well, let's let's do that. Let's see if I can. It's such on. a bizarre. I I did. I did watch the video, and it looked like it was just one of those rooms that you have by a gate, and they happen to lock the the, the access door to it. I always Once wondered what was behind those doors. All right, I'm going to pull it up. Turns out it's Mexican. Hold tight. Yeah, you were traveling recently. <laughs> yeah, and I'm walking by all these doors, going like. I wonder what's back there. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. <laughs> Mexicans. Yeah. World citizens. All right. Here we go, guys. 
so excited. Yeah. That's what he said. Who uses elevators? This is video from the from the Daily Caller News Foundation. I guess this is uh this is the senator and his little crew walking in right now into sort of an atrium. Yeah. For those to, of you just listening. They need to redo the camera so that it's not crooked. It's somewhere other than this guy's butt. Yeah. Well, and also it's like turning around I think it's everywhere. A, it's got to be I think it's a, like it's not yeah, I think a, it's a, a hidden camera. But fucking yeah. get a goddamn strip of duct tape. Yeah. Okay. Is that the office then? So they stopped at this windowed door that just looks like uh, an office room. Yeah, this is the room. I don't know. I think it's... Uh... Yes, yeah, so this is the senator talking to the, the guard who's appears to be lounging in a chair. That looks like military. Met... The patch on his... Guard. Maybe the patch on his arm looks military, uh, but he's got like a sheriff's hat on. Yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm tired of looking at people's crotches already. That's what's getting me through the video. <laughs> what's the uh, National Guard look like in Georgia? Could it be National Guard? No idea. I mean, the National Guard uniforms are, look like look oh, like yeah. army uniforms. Yeah, so these are just uh, recently this is the guy from Libertad or whatever it's called. Uh, Libertad? Yeah. So your report accompanied volunteers. Yeah. Team Liberty. Yeah. Is that a, uh, is that a non-government? It's a lot of So you received how'd you get the job? I'm a volunteer. Yeah, I mean, I just, there's people that they get dropped off here from ice detention with no help. So we just. Oh, okay. You know. So he's saying yeah, uh, good, ice drops them off. Yeah. yeah. Here if I come in. Just take a little closer look. I mean, you can stand right there. I'm, I'm, I don't know you that very. I don't know you very well either. So yeah, just let me. Can we get a video? If you don't. Uh, actually, you cannot get a video. No, no. you cannot get a video. Shutting no, down the video. Allowed. You're not allowed. No, you're done. Okay. okay. It's amazing how much people hate cameras. It is, especially I mean, it, cops. It said that, that it said look, in the article that they, they somebody took his phone. Well, that's battery. Mm, no pun yeah. intended. The, the guy in the uniform took his phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. I mean, I guess if the Atlanta airport has a holding room for immigrants who are undocumented, I mean, that makes sense to me, I suppose, in theory. That seemed kind of weird, though, that um, they don't, that, you know, I don't know what the implications here are necessarily, I guess. I hopefully the the you know my tax dollars since I'm a resident in Georgia aren't going to 
fund these these guys travels across the United States or wherever they're headed. Counterpoint though, would you rather them just I'll be suspect. here? I'll uh well, you know, if I were a business owner, I would go into that room and say, I need three guys to build a deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Inglace, Inglace. Uh, I do suspect your tax dollars are are being are being used to move these guys around. There's been a lot of videos like that of you know people these big SUVs rocking up in places and you know about thirty people coming out the back um, yeah. in various cities around the around the nation, and it's happening all over Europe as well. Mm -hmm. So, well, uh, yeah, I, I think I, it's a systematic uh, move for something or other that they've got planned, whether it, I don't know if it's just to change the demographics and, you know, the Dems are hoping they're going to get more votes out of it, or if there's something a bit more sinister planned, but there's something. Well, I don't know. The other part of the PSYOP is uh, Abbott down in Texas putting out razor wire trying to deter uh, people crossing the border and he's yeah. openly defying the federal government, which I think is what needs to happen. But I don't trust him to, uh, worth the dog shit to do anything. So I'm pretty sure that the whole state versus federal thing is, is a setup. Yeah, it could be. I mean, well, it, though, I you, did you see think, something. You think that's that, all fake and gay, do you? I do. Yeah, I, I don't know. It looks like the the uh, you know on its face value on, on its face civil war pr pr civil war may be coming but you know like you said it's it's all posturing and blown out of proportion well, but secession is the only way to save the nation yeah but who are we saving the people in the state that's be that's seceding yeah and then depending on their immigration policy i'll go move there <laughs> Well, I mean, we're leaving behind millions and millions of people who would are are you know left in Fuck the them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Then go move over there. <laughs> well, the problem. Just let me buy property first, so I can sell it for a hundred times what I bought it for. The problem is the big cities. We all know that. That's where the the huge population centers are, and the populations of various people of different persuasions <laughs> morons there you go anyway yeah the i i keep seeing um headlines for the new the state of new california that's i mean they're seriously trying to do that over there yeah i, I mean it sounds silly to me but you know i mean that's what that's what they're I mean, supposed to be doing that's how a lot of states were made. West Virginia, mm -hmm. uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, Carolinas. Is that North and South yeah. Carolina? Yeah. 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 I was going to mm -hmm. say East and West for some reason, but. <laughs> yeah. There's, okay. Their site in the West Virginia thing is precedent. So, and there's the. Great uh, Idaho project as well, as well, which I mistakenly called last time the Great Iowa project because of my ignorance right. of American geography. Sorry, everyone. New, new state project. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I guess uh, that'll be neat to watch, I guess. I don't know. I, I just, all these secession ideas, they all sound like hot air to me. It's like nothing's going to really change. I'm not going to really secede. I mean, you can always hope. I guess. Although I, I can, if I try to th- place myself back in the 1860s, and I and I'm I probably would have had the same you know opinion of the state of things like oh they're not going to secede what what are they complaining about eh, this is ridiculous yeah I mean like uh, I think it's Tom Wood says like what year did slavery in the states end whatever mm. whatever year it was imagine like a year before that being like in one year. Slavery is going to be abolished. Be like, what? You're fucking, dude, you're mm. fucking high. Go, go home. Go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ridiculous. All right, guys. I think we've hit that time. Any other f- f- wisdom, nuggets of wisdom to add to our show? Just uh, to all the noticers out there, keep on noticing and uh, hope your friends and family notice too. Are you, are you suggesting everyone should adopt the policy. If you see something, say something. I am adopting the, I am suggesting people adopt the anti-Semitic role of noticing things. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just notice, you know, it's, it's out there. Yeah. Terry, how about you? Watch out for those tunnels. I thought you were going to say watch out for volcanoes. Well, Uh, well, we have plenty of tunnels here, but I don't think there are any people of the Jewish persuasion inside them because it's they're probably still a bit hot from lava. Okay, so, you might. Uh, oh, it's so hot. No idea. Are, are there? Are <laughs> there wish... It's so hot here already. Yeah. Are there stained <laughs> twin size mattresses in the tunnels over where you're at, Terry? Not as far as I know, no, no, not as far I mean, as I know, but uh, I'm know, pretty know, sure there's baby rape tunnels. You don't want to look at baby rape tunnels, no, yeah, well, those aren't no, 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 no. no. all right, I really my, finish my... on that note. No, I haven't really got any <laughs> more words of wisdom to say. It's um, it's getting quite late, so I'm getting a bit sleepy, yeah. I've I got one one thing to say to you guys. By physical media. Right? That in- includes porn. Including pornography. Pornographic <laughs> material. All right, guys. Hey, yeah. But now now I have you in a paradox of you saying to buy porn, which is the most ludicrous statement I've ever heard. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Terry. Well, Thank you, listeners and viewers. Uh, for all of your support. Um, Justin, how can people get in touch with the Union of the Unknowns? I am so glad you asked because I do have an answer. You can check out unionoftheunknowns.com, which will redirect you to our link tree. And uh, from there, you can join our Discord where we spend most of our time. Uh, check us out on Rockfin. It's free if you sign up for Rockfin. If you aren't signed up for Rockfin and you would like to, you can sign up through our uh, profile. We get a little kickback. Uh, and other than that, we have a phone number and email, unionoftheunknowns at gmail.com. And the phone number is on the link tree, which actually in 
all honestly did not just load when I typed it in. <laughs> so we, right. I might have to look into that. All right, guys. Thank you for your news and insights. We are the union Thanks, of you. the unknowns and we are out. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.